My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail Ranger. This podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for Walker Retail Ranger. Attention shoppers, we have a cleanup on aisle 13. Cleanup on aisle 13. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was uh, not Fruit Loops oatmeal. It was tricks. I repeat, it was uh-huh. tricks. So that was our cleanup on aisle 13 for uh, episode 12. Uh, this is episode 13 of Walker Retail Ranger. Uh, February 26, 2022. It's a beautiful Sunday. How are you, Liz? I'm doing fantastic. Yes, you are. My God, you are. <laughs> So, the uh, obvious first question I ask every week, I know it's not getting old, but what are we having for dinner tonight? We're going old school hamburgers and fries, but not homemade fries. Oh, man. So, it's a fitty-fitty of excitement and disappointment. (laughs) Uh, Well, you like these fries, though. Oh, yeah. These are the frozen ones from uh, Nathan's. Yes. Uh, Not a sponsor, but would definitely be okay with them being a sponsor because I like Nathan's fries. (laughs) <laughs> and plus you cook them in the air fryer, right? Yes. And we're doing a little bit something different based yes, on our conversation this week? Right. We're going to use olive oil spray. Okay. Instead of actual oil okay. on them. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I had heard, and I've heard a couple people say it, and I know I've heard it on some podcasts and seen it online and stuff like that, but there's apparently a thing with seed oils, like not being good for you. Um, couple seed weeks ago, oils? yeah, you know, like canola oil, oh, vegetable oil, oh, stuff I was like that. Like flaxseed. Well, no, I don't know. I'll have to look at that one. But from I remember we watched a video not too long ago about how they make uh, canola canola that oil. Was disgusting. Yeah, and like the part that we consume is like fifth or sixth in the process. Like they they use it for animal food and stuff like that before we get our <laughs> oil out of it. So. And I guess the thing that made me start looking into that was there was a a testimonial testimonial of a lady that uh, stopped using seed oil for a year. That was pretty much the only thing she changed in her diet. I guess she ate normal. Mm-hmm. Um, she exercised a little, did some cardio here and there, but uh, her health improved drastically in a year. And like she's her big thing was her skin changed. Like it was healthy because. As we know, skin is one of the largest organs, or the largest organ yes, in your it body, is right? Yes, the largest. So that was just kind of neat. I mean, it's, there's, I'm sure there's something to that, especially if we're eating the byproducts after animal food and other assorted crap is made. We're using that stuff to help process our foods, which. Right, and with the exception of tonight. Okay. Since I am going to have some bread, I need. Something I've so, been very good all week. Yeah. So Liz, you started a little like non-processed foods diet, right? Right. So, so I'm trying to just eat stuff in its natural form. Right. And lean cuts of meat. Yeah. And just staying away from bread and pasta, but I can have whole grain rice. Okay. Well, you, so you can have that. I, and I, potatoes. I, oh, gotta have the potatoes. But without stuff on them. 
which they're not very exciting well, if you don't hey, have stuff on them. But it's, it's better if, than nothing. If you're not supposed to eat them, you can. <laughs> well, I guess you can eat them. And well, speaking of that, so you're doing that, and obviously, I just still put whatever in my body. And we, I think, for dinner Wednesday night, <laughs> we had. Uh, I had the, the you had. Uh, oh yeah, you had, you made this super my nutritional diet soup. diet soup, which looks good, but I'm just not a huge soup person, but. Because I like to just jam stuff in and chew it and get yeah. it in my gut real quick. <laughs> so I had the green box of fish fillets. Because you told me I was having fish sticks. And I was like, well, hot dang, this is great. 13 years old again, let's do this. Um, but turns out it was actually fish fillets, right? Yes. And, and you had asked me how many I wanted. So I saunter, because that's what I do. I saunter around. <laughs> I might have sashayed, I don't know. But I went into the kitchen to see what how big they were, and I was, like, shocked. A fish fillet, like, they used to be, like, the size of your hand. And these things were, like, two fish sticks squished together. <laughs> and I was like, well, shoot, I don't know, let's maybe four or five of them. And then when you put them on the uh, sheet pan, I was like, okay, throw a couple more on there. And when all was said and done, there was two left in the box. And I was like, well, what the heck, just throw those in there. So there was ten fish fillets right yeah you said oh whatever's left over i'll eat as a snack right right the next day was the assumption but uh i ate all 10 (laughs) i I mean i did and i even went back and had more potatoes and everything and i mean i don't want to get going about how small stuff is nowadays but i I do have another gripe that i will pontificate here shortly um, when we get into some events over the week um so we're having hamburger tonight a couple little stats out there. Um, number one, be very careful when you're Googling hamburger because uh, beefmagazine.com. It scared me at oh, first. Lord. When I Googled, that came up first. I was like, okay, well, what, do I have safe search on? Yeah, just move on. Am I going to be okay? <laughs> um, but I did find some stats on there. Um, and according to them, 2019 United States beef production was 27.2 billion pounds. Wow. And that averaged out to uh, 58 pounds a person in the United States. So you got ice cream. We talked about the consumption of that per person. Right. I, it was like 23 or something, 30-something. Yeah. And then iceberg lettuce was a little bit better. Well, king beef, which <laughs> don't Google that either. Uh, <laughs> that beef was like 60 or 58 pounds per person. And, and I, I'm cool with that. I mean, well, let me go ahead and tell the story yeah. real quick. Get it off your chest. Speaking of pounds of beef. All right. Back in the day, when I was a kid, McDonald's, the Big Mac, was the Big Mac. It was huge. Big sandwich, right? And over the years, they kind of got smaller. So I kind of converted to the uh, the quarter pounder with cheese, right? Right. It was a bigger burger, thicker patty, bigger bun and everything. Well, we did something the other day. Um, we were helping somebody move something. And I said, you know what? It's lunchtime. I'm going to go ahead and treat myself to a double quarter pounder with cheese. Just living my best life here, right? Right. And I went through my favorite McDonald's. There's one here in town that I I will drive past McDonald's to go to this one because it is like super fast or on point. The line was long this time and it was just taking forever, more than normal. And that was just building up my my anxiousness for this double 
quarter pounder. So that's a half a pound of beef, right? You were anxious. I, I was very you were anxious. All fidgety. Wasn't I? I know. Looking for your debit card. Uh, yeah, I had that out like ten minutes before we even got <laughs> to the place. I was I was ready. I was getting ready on the way there, and I, I, I was just like jonesing for a. Well, you don't eat much fast food. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Mm, I, neither one of us do. It, it was a treat, and I was like, "Dang it, I am ready for some grease dripping down my chin, whatever." <laughs> so. And then when we ordered it, I went with the large size, so I got a super large fry, which they those were on point. But man, I think they have changed the, and I could be wrong, it might be perception, but the quarter pound box that used to come in for the quarter pounder, I think they're using the old school Big Mac boxes now, because the bun was the size of the Big Mac. It was, it was surprisingly small. Yeah, and the patties, the two patties on there, I mean, it was literally a Big Mac without the special sauce <laughs> and it was just it was a bummer i was hungry you were eating it like it was going out of style well it, it was tasty i mean obviously with all that grease i mean that, and the fries like i said they were on point so i always eat the fries first get those yep. while they're hot burn the top of my roof of my mouth and then soothe it with the grease from the burger that's, that's <laughs> okay. how that, there's a processor right and i even had a regular coke which i don't drink i mean it was a regular yeah. not diet so it was like I'm loaded for bear here. <laughs> and it was okay, but I was super disappointed in the size of it. Just, I don't know, I had to, yeah, I had to say Yeah, everything's getting smaller. It is. I don't want to go there again, but um, the fish fillets thing was really ridiculous. They, they what should... was the serving size on there? <sighs> said two. Well, obviously it was one. The, the box was one. <laughs> no. Oh. It, I think it said it? two per serving. Oh, so that would have been five fillets per person. Well, I, uh, I no. ate... What on what? It was two fillets. Oh, two fillets. A serving. So there was five servings in that box yes. of of the green box of. Right. <laughs> okay, so I party of, a walker party of five, <laughs> uh, ready to eat. So, anyways, that was that's that rant about uh, the fish fillets in the green box that kind of ticked me off. So, uh, I do like to collect um, shopping lists, as we've talked about a couple times. And I kind of hit a point of pride the other day because one of my cashiers actually called me up to the register and said, hey, when you get a chance, swing by register seven. So I go up there. What does she do? She hands me a shopping list that she found. <laughs> and it was fantastic. How's that mute button doing? Good? Oh, sorry. That's all right. Captain Popular over here. So the list that she gave me, it was cool. I mean, it was your basic list, but it, it had uh, water on there. They had water on their shopping list. But the coolest thing was they actually had the formula for water. Like drawn out. Oh, yeah. They had like a hydrogen atom, an <laughs> oxygen, and, and a two. Wow. wow. But that was cool. Uh, the funniest one I got this last week, um, it's on the back of an arthritis specialist's card, which okay. was pretty cool. Uh, onion. We're good. Okay. Uh, peas. And, and you think you're good until you realize it's two E's. Ah. P-A-A-S. Peas. Okay. So I can relate to that. Small bladder Jimmy over here, right? Uh, tomato, spelt that right. Okay. Lettuce. Hey, maybe they're having a hamburger. Uh, hey, except for it the sounds peas. like it. Well, yeah. And then the other one's cumcumber, which they added an extra letter there. So I guess A for effort. <laughs> well, but, we knew what it was. So. Well, yeah, we did. But I mean, cucumber, I guess it's hard to say. But I don't know how you pronounce it that way. Anywho, those are the shopping list. So... On to reality here. So Wednesday, you went. To, uh, you were out of the house Wednesday evening. So I was by myself, fending, right. right? 
and uh, I was flowing around on the, the old interweb, and I saw that here in Virginia, there's legislation to uh, make switchblade, switchblade knives legal again. Are you excited about that, Liz? Eh. I, I didn't even know those were still a thing. I didn't either. But... And, and, you know, I guess in this day and age with everything that's going on in the world, I really didn't think switchblade regulation was important. However, <laughs> that's being decided right now. But it started making me think about when I was a kid. Like, we're talking 40 years ago, we used to go to the flea market. And I don't know if it was a demographic, rich, poor thing. I don't know, but we were always at the flea market. Yeah. Like, every Saturday, we'd go to the flea market. And I would just be enthralled with the amount of weaponry that you could buy at the flea market back then. There was butterfly knives. Remember those? You flip it with your wrist and you flip it around a couple times. yeah. Yeah. Whoo! I never had one of those. Um, thank goodness. I did try one of my friends one time and about had a catastrophic event. So <laughs> I kind of knew even then, this is not for me. But you used to be able to buy nunchucks, uh, Chinese throwing stars. I mean, that is stuff you could just go buy at the flea market. Try to buy that stuff now. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But there was these things called... Uh, I don't know, they were like two ceramic or hard plastic balls on the end of a string. I always called them knockers. I don't know what they were. I don't know what the purpose of them was. They ever t- I probably never told you this story. So, they're like clackers, Cl- maybe? Clickers or clackers? Yeah, you would kind of hold the string in the middle. I and, used to love that thing. Right. And my dad took it away from me after he heard somebody got hurt. Well, there's a good reason, and I'm glad he did. Because okay. Because here's what happened to me. I remember busting my mom's chops forever like the whole length of the flea market that day because i wanted those because i guess the guy that was demoing them was doing all kinds yeah. of tricks with them which you know you can never replicate but she finally like uh let me have them so i'm clickety clacking the whole way home i'm sure <laughs> especially being a parent now knowing what happens in the back seats uh yeah those things should be illegal just from an, an annoyance factor but this is where i get a little weird this is this is part this of is where <laughs> this is part of what made me me okay so for some reason I'm cruising around the house I'm clickety clacking clickety clacking and I have to go to the bathroom so I'm in there I'm going number one that's important okay. to know that I'm I'm clacking it clacking it while I'm what while I'm going number one and for some reason well I was finished and so I go to flush and I guess at the same time the clickety clackers went into the toilet oh no and i was horrified because that was pee but the clickety clackers literally went into the toilet and, and i was like freaking out like i figured it was gonna clog it it didn't clog it so somewhere <laughs> in the colonial heights virginia sewer system somewhere was my clackers from 30 years ago how'd you explain that to your mom uh, i didn't Okay. I never brought it up because uh, it didn't overflow or nothing. So I kind of just let it go. And I'm sure she was not going to ask me where those were right. because they were pretty dang annoying. So I thought that was weird. I mean, you could even buy like roach clips and stuff back then. Yeah. At the, at the, yeah. Remember they had the feathers on them and the girls would wear them in their hair. Yeah. I, used to I didn't know what they hair. were for. Like originally it was just decorative, but I remember having okay. those feathers. And then the other big thing back then was, uh, the sunglasses that had like the little leather, like the, what's it called? On the Vice, sides of it. visor? No, well, it was on the sides of the glasses. Okay. But they were like, it was mirrored, mirrored glass. And the, 
the earpiece is looped around the back of your ear. Okay, and I it remember. Had, and it had a string on it, and there was like a little leather or vinyl, like shades on the side yeah. of it. I remember those things. Those were the coolest freaking things I ever were. And when I finally got a pair, probably had them a week. They were gone. Toilet. Uh, no, but <laughs> all right. I guess I I earned that. Uh, so speaking of Roach, do you remember the song? Uh, and we listened to it earlier today, but Papa Roach, this is my last resort. Right, right. Suffocation, blah blah blah. That song is twenty-two years old. Whew. Isn't that crazy? It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't want to bring that up anymore. <laughs> so uh, Thursday. I decided to finally, after two years, uh, run to DMV. You know, just run in, run out. That's how DMV usually works, right? Uh. The Department of Motor Vehicles. And uh, I was going to register our utility trailer that I bought two years ago. So I go online to the website. I printed the registration forms, had most of it filled out, figured I'll ask because I don't want to screw it up when I get there. So I go there with what I thought was the title. Um, and those forms, and I drive 20 minutes out of the way to a like the next county to get the trailer registered. And I wait in line, shocker, for uh, probably a good 15, 20 minutes. And I was only like, I was the next person. That's that's what was oh, frustrating. No. It's not like there was a lot of people there. Um, get up there, put my paper down, made, made a comment. Hey, I made it easy for you. I got half the registration stuff done. She's like, yeah, um, this is the wrong form. Oh, no. like, sure, sure it is. Why wouldn't it be? So she whips out the new form and highlights all the stuff that I need to fill out. And she goes, all right, so where's the receipt? And I'm like, okay, what receipt? She says, uh, the receipt for the, for the trailer. I said, well, it says on the back where I bought it and how much I paid for it. She goes, yeah, well, we need, we need the receipt. That's so odd. And I'm like, oh my God, that was two years ago. And, and I was, I, I I went back out to the truck. I was like, well, maybe it's in the armrest here console. Cause that's where I'd been keeping the, the, what I thought was the title. I guess it's not an actual title. Okay. So that's probably why it's some kind of, I don't know what it's called, but certificate. Cert- yeah. And, uh, so I go back out to the truck and I'm looking, tearing it up, looking in the glove box and nothing there. I'm like, dang it. So I come home, I look in the other truck, no luck. So I think it was this morning. Uh, we were getting ready to go to my sister-in-law's house or well, your sister. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. your sister. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I go in the shed. I'm kind of tooling around a little bit. Ah, tooling around in the shed. Gosh. Man, I'm just, oof. Can't stop me. Fire. So I look and I remember seeing there was like this little red tag that was on the bag that came with the trailer. And lo and behold, in one of the little totes that I have with miscellaneous crap in it that I've been blowing off, cleaning out for a while, uh, was the receipt for the trailer. All right. So, yeah, it's a win. Uh, the loss is I got to go back to DMV. So, pray for me. You're going to print off the right form this time? She Well, she gave me that one form that has the yellow highlighted where uh, I actually, okay. what I need to fill out. So, we should be All good. All right, gotcha. So, Friday, uh, you brought our dog, Roddy, right. to the groomer. And he looks, what, 50 pounds lighter? At least. Yeah, that's what we keep telling ourselves. He's not fat. He's just furry. Right. Well, he was a lot less fat than I thought he was. Yeah, I was nervous. The, but yeah. He, he came back looking good this time. Yeah. But so his nails, he, uh, and, and we never raised him this way. We always kind of messed with him, but we never hurt him. He never got hurt. We've had him since he was a puppy pup, like eight weeks old. Um, he will not let anybody do anything to his, his claws. I guess they're claws technically, right? Right. And uh, as a matter of fact, the groomer, when you had gotten back, his report card was not good. 
And uh, didn't the groomer refer to our dog as... Well, he said he was jerky about his Oh, I thought you nails. said he was a jerk. No, she said he's jerky about oh, his nails. So, well, that ruins the whole bit. I oh, thought well, I thought somebody was calling our dog a no. jerk. All right, so our well, dog... Oh, she loves riding. I know. That's why we go there. Um, <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot to tell you. While you were out Thursday night and I was fending for myself, I want to tell you about this crazy thing that I watched. And uh, I'd seen it when I was a kid and it freaked me out back then. And I felt like I could watch it now when I was older. It was 1996 is when this came out. It was a movie called Thinner by yeah, Stephen, Stephen King. King. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, let me watch this because I know Liz isn't going to want to see this crap. It was horrible. The, the acting was unbelievably horrible in it. Oh, um, really? The, the main character guy actually turns out he was the third RoboCop. Like Peter Weller was the first RoboCop, the first two. And the third RoboCop movie was a different dude. And it was just not the same for me. But I digress. So, But that guy was like overacting big time. One cool nugget about that dude, though, is while he was a horrible actor, I understand he's a, an active fire chief or in a fire department up in New York. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude's like in his 50s and he's actually a firefighter. So oh, that's super cool. That's pretty cool. You go from being famous to doing yeah. normal Joe stuff. So I thought that was cool. But the premise of that movie was this dude... His judge, but he was a lawyer. He had a buddy that was a judge and he had a buddy that was a cop and him and his wife were driving. He wasn't paying attention and he ends up hitting this older lady and kills her. Oof. Yeah. And, uh, the lady's father, which was the little plot twist because the lady looked, it looked like she would have been her husband or his husband, her, his wife. There you go. Clean up in the moment people. Um, but <laughs> turns out it was his daughter. But she was like 70 because the dude was like 106. There were gypsies. And the uh, the 106-year-old dude was distressed. Obviously, he lost his daughter. Right. So he walks up to this guy and he touches him on the cheek and he says, thinner. And then all of a sudden, the guy cannot maintain his weight. He just starts like getting super skinny. And it's really freaky. And it goes on and on. And the other the judge got some kind of weird curse. The cop got a weird curse. But the thing that freaked me out the most about the movie, and if you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil it for you here. Um, the only way to get rid of the curse is for the guy that gave the curse to take it off. Well, in order to take the curse off, the uh, old gypsy dude brings this guy a strawberry pie. And he squeezes blood out of the dude's hand and puts the curse into the strawberry pie. Ew. Yeah, that's gross enough. But then, and this is 1996 technology, the pie crust starts moving. Like as the bad blood's going into it. It was one of the freakiest things. It reminded me of that, uh, I think it was the poltergeist one. Yeah, the chicken. Yeah, the chicken started moving on the counter. Things like that just stick with it. After all, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen the poltergeist in a hundred years and I still remember that to this day. It's just scary. And uh, But anyways, that's what I watched while you were gone. So. Well, I'm glad I was gone. Yeah, well, it turns out the guy uh, purposely, he had to feed that strawberry pie to somebody else for the oh. curse to go on someone else. So apparently his ex or his wife was cheating on him. So he had her eat the pie, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Not good. And then, yeah, I, I won't ruin it because there is another twist at the end. Okay. So I'll leave that out there for folks. So Roddy goes to the groomer Friday. He's not a jerk. And we picked up a dishwasher that my sister-in-law, your sister, um, ordered. And the goal, we picked it up that Friday to bring it to her Sunday, today, to install it. So... I successfully have installed my third dishwasher, which is quite amazing. And I know I talked a lot of smack about myself last week, but 
the more often you do something, the more confident you get with it. Yeah, you did good. But I was frustrated because I, I learned from some of my mistakes putting our dishwasher in. But then even when I put hers in today, I made some of the same things. But hey, it's, it's okay. I'm a retail ranger. That's right. But I did hook up electrical and plumbing, so I added that to my, well, my war chest. At least you weren't using a grinder. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> I see what you did there. It's a callback to the hamburger. Oh. All right, see? Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. So while I was there, I, they were y'all were talking about something, and I don't know even how it came out, but there was a song that's been stuck in my head, and it was by Ace of Bass. And that group formed in 1990. For all of you who are, who are curious, but it was something, and I, I'm going to sing it. Don't turn around. Yeah, that's the the chorus, and that has been a a was it earworm? Yeah, <laughs> wormhole something something. Yeah. It, it is has been in my head for like four days. So I think your sister suggested that I listen to another song. Is right. that what she said. So we put on the Ace of Base Essentials album, which believe it or not, they were more than than that just song. So. As of right now, I'm okay. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't played it in a while, but um, <clears throat> so I'm going to be uh, the big five zero this year, right? Yay. yay, yay me! I'm half a century coming up on it. I googled uh, something today. It, it was while I was sitting outside of your sister's house after the successful install of the dishwasher. I noticed that there was a a car dealer had brought a car to a customer in the cul-de-sac there. And I was like, man, times have really changed. You know, it used to be you'd go do everything out and about. And I started thinking about a lot of online shopping, Mm -hmm. obviously. And you can literally buy a car online, sight unseen, or they can bring it to you. And I was just kind of thinking of the generational differences. You know, like, obviously, here I am going to the flea market to buy other people's crap. (laughs) You know, whether it was, well, old or new. I mean, I guess the Ninja Stars were new. Man, I want one now. But anyways, <laughs> um, so it just got me thinking. And I was like, man, am, am I part of a, a dying business? You know, is this is this like, I know retail is evolving, but it, is it a dying industry? So I Googled what the uh, average age of a supermarket worker is. And the first thing that popped up was 40 plus. Mm. And I was like, okay, ooh, that, that's wild. But then I started thinking about it, and my, my core group, if you averaged our age, yeah, that's right. And it's probably like that everywhere in grocery stores. So I went to the Department of Labor website, and according to that, uh, and as of 2021, the average age of a supermarket worker, 35.9. Ah. So let's call it 36. Okay. So I'm above average is where I'm going with it, too. <laughs> um, and this was interesting. The big box general merchandise stores, Target, Walmart. Their average age is 34. So supermarket workers are 36. Walmart's 34. What do you think about that? Does That's that mean pretty anything? interesting. I think it is too. I mean, Walmart's been around forever in a day, yeah. right? But I guess a lot of our supermarket chains have too. Uh, convenience stores, 38 years old. Okay. Which I would think working at a convenience store, I mean, you're, you're working by yourself a lot more often. So It's got to be hard. Yeah, it just seems that way. Uh, florists, 48. Okay. All right. I, I can totally see that. Yeah. Um, used merchandise stores. And I was wondering what that actually means. I mean, it's got to be like well, Goodwill like and Goodwill, stuff. Goodwill, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. 
All right. Well, that average age is 48. Flores, too. Same as them. Sewing and needlework. What do you <laughs> Tell think? Tell me. I can't wait. 53. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the average, the median age. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I was just, I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking about it. Just some, I've never Googled that. Uh, I wasn't as afraid of Googling that as I was beef.com. Oh, by the way, beef.com is available, as is uh, hamburger.com. Okay. If you want to. That's good to know. If you want to pick up those domains, which makes me wonder, why aren't they taken? I mean, beef.com, don't you think? Like, big beef or whatever? Well, that sounds weird. You know how we have big pharma? Right. I was thinking big beef. Like <laughs> no. There's only a couple suppliers in the country, but. Oh, I guess we'll end on that note before I do need to clean up on aisle 13. Uh, you got anything for me? No, I think I'm good. Good. Well, I appreciate you being with me today. And uh, hey, everybody, if you get a chance, be sure to subscribe, like, give a rating, all that jazz. And just FYI for the SoundCloud listeners, there was a little technical difficulty. I'm hoping it gets back on there today. But I guess I was, since I'm too cheap, I'm not going to buy my account there. <laughs> Uh, you can only do like 10 downloads a month. And when I first put the podcast on there, I inundated it with like the first seven episodes. So I'm hoping I can catch them back up on there. If not, we might be saying au revoir. That's French for au revoir <laughs> uh, to uh, SoundCloud. So appreciate everybody's support. And uh, please support your local food pantries and catch on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Hey, Retail Rangers, don't forget to check out walkerretailranger.com. Could be how you found this podcast, but there's an About Us uh, link on there that you can ask questions or submit some topics for future podcasts if you'd like. Um, I'm pretty new to this building a website thing. I'm kind of learning as I go. I'm a retail ranger, not an IT guy, Um, but so far the analytics are showing that I'm pretty big in Belgium. Just saying. WalkerRetailRanger.com Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.